0: Why do they still exist? They lost
1: so
0: <laughs> that's, all. that's all.
1: Do you know where chimpanzees live?
0: Not my house. <laughs> they live in zoos. They should be in animal jails for the crimes they've committed.
1: There are good movies, and there are great movies. But that's not what we watch here because this is shitty cinema.
0: hey, better, beta, hey, better, beta.
1: We are three film masochists who love to take on the worst movies we can find centered around our monthly theme to answer one simple question. Would you watch it again? I'm Jay, and I'm joined by Dave. Ella, And Casey.
0: I'm so fucking angry, I don't even want to respond.
1: (laughs) Every week, one of us has to pick a movie based on that month's theme. Angry Casey, what's this month's theme?
0: I'm fucking so mad. It's not monkeys, I'll tell you that. It's supposed to be sports ball month. A subject we know nothing about. But instead, we got another fucking monkey movie. A monkey movie.
2: Dave. Don't get ahead of yourself and step on my toes. What did we watch last week, Casey?
0: Fuck you. We watched Rollerball, which had no monkeys in Yes Sports that Jay
2: brought.
0: Everybody saw the title of the episode, Dave. But what did you bring? What a, a front to God did you bring today?
2: They saw the title of the episode, but... Given that the title of the episode is just Ed, they probably don't know that it's about a monkey. Because Ed, from 1996, starring Matt LeBlanc in a, a terrible chimpanzee costume, Ugh. is a story about a man and a monkey in the minor leagues. Um, so, yeah. <laughs> for those of you who aren't familiar, Casey has issues with monkeys and primates.
1: Before we get too excited about Ed, we're going to need an elevator we're pitch for you sell us on this movie in 10 seconds or less. No one's excited. Here's your setup, Dave. We're all proud of your commitment to working out and better health. No, we're not. I know that you thought it might be fun to try out for the amateur baseball leagues, but it turns out there's a chimpanzee channeling the spirit of a roided out Roger Clemens. God damn it. In the 10 seconds before you don't see the ball that knocks you out coming, sell us on this movie.
2: Joey Tribbiani and a chimpanzee furry try to manage the minor leagues while crossing streams in a shared toilet. Is this satire? Is this real life? Is this the bad place?
0: it's the bad place (laughs) let me answer you it's the bad place dave you got it
2: i think it is it's definitely the bad place so casey this is not going to work out well for me uh you in support of my new uh physical fitness journey actually came out to watch me try out today Uh, i just wanted to see
0: you fail honestly but go on (laughs) That checks out. I
2: I appreciate that show of support. Um, But unfortunately, rather than the kismet of watching me fail at something I've tried for, you're going to experience the psychological trauma of watching me get absolutely dismembered by the chimpanzee that you've been, to be fair, warning me about the entire time I've The whole time, man. (laughs) The whole time. So, in the 10 seconds before one of your deepest phobias is confirmed, thus ensuring you'll be dealing with it 10 times worse for the rest of your life, Sell us on this movie.
0: Real quick before I pitch this Death Cab for Cutie said, Love is watching someone die. I love you, Dave. I'm going to watch you get <laughs> murdered by a fucking monkey. You're not alone.
2: I love and I'll cherry the scars
0: of it forever. Okay, now I'm ready. Harry and the Hendersons fucks Dunstan, checks in, and helps Joey from Friends beat performance anxiety as well as any chance of producing a likable fucking character.
1: Eight seconds. Hey. Why was that, that, was that fucking chimp
0: giving me Harry and the Henderson? Vibe? Because it was always baring right. its fucking teeth. Oh, uh, you're not yeah, smiling. It, you're threatening me.
2: And the the, the creepy mechanical face definitely uh, had a Harry and the Henderson's vibe to it as well. So, uh, yeah. Uh,
1: uh, no more monkey business. Let's
2: go over the movie that
1: shitty cinema watched. Farm boy Jack Cooper has an incredible raw pitching skill that lands him on the Rockets, a minor league team in need of a good pitcher, hopefully netting him a shot at the major leagues.
2: Despite his dedication, though, Cooper keeps choking, despite all the hard work he's been putting in. His teammates claim he has the worst curveball, but really it's about the only pitch he uses. Which makes it very easy to know what's coming when you're batting against him, right? I wonder what hey.
0: it's going to be. He keeps, like, his catcher keeps on, like, hey, let's throw a, throw it high. And he's like, no, yeah. no, I'm going to throw this curveball.
2: Yeah, He's got a great fastball, but every time it matters, he goes back to the shitty curve. Give him the deuce.
0: Right. The monkey isn't the only animal in this movie. It's also a one-trick pony. Hey! Oh, zing, oh, zing, zing, zing.
2: Rather than cutting him, the coaching staff decide to give him a chimpanzee roommate because, you know, that'll (laughs) fix everything, right? Living with the the wild animal. What
1: kind Kind of fucking strategy is that? Okay, the
2: owners
0: forced them to get the monkey, but the coaches were like, yeah, let's punish this fucking guy. Like, they purposely pretended like there was a competition.
1: Oh, the short straw drawing the fake short stick? Yeah. And they made sure Joey got the monkey. Right. I'm not a sports ball expert, but I don't think that um, giving a baseball pitcher a monkey is going to make a a chimpanzee is going to make them a better pitcher. Color me skeptical.
2: When you you include that, they're like, hey, Cooper, you need to loosen up. Live with this animal famed for (laughs) flinging shit around itself.
0: Right, why didn't Desert. they go the Doc Ellis approach and just make him drop a bunch of acid instead?
1: Well, I feel like that has the potential of breaking people. You it know? would just turn
0: him into a human chimpanzee who also throws his shit, and now he's in good company.
1: Joey was the chimpanzee the whole the time! The whole time!
0: The monkey was a real man.
1: When it comes time for cuts, Cooper escapes the dreaded pink slip due to a coin toss that was neither heads nor tails so because the coin landed on its side and i guess this is a metaphor for his struggles to balance his life against a chimpanzee doing i don't know chimpanzee shit Mm -hmm. what fucking blows my mind is how cool his neighbors are about it because when i lived in apartments they flipped their shit about everything no you can't hold mma tryouts on the second floor
2: Uh, I mean, yeah, paper-thin ceilings. I sometimes think that my upstairs neighbors might be chimpanzees.
0: (laughs) Have you checked?
2: But, like, if I saw them on the balcony confirming it, do you know how much I'm paying for a cat fee? How much is a chimp fee?
0: (laughs) Right, you need a trail cam pointed at your neighbor's deck. That's not creepy at all.
2: His neighbor, though, is way too chill about the chimpanzee in the apartment because she wants to get to third base with him eh, eh, get uh, it. baseball sex stuff
1: the coach gives the team a day off when they're too hung over to play forcing cooper to stay at home minding his own business yeah do you know
0: how many times we should have had days off at my old sure. job when All of us were hungover. And then, like, two hours in, all of us were high to help fight the hangover. And just like, orders (laughs) got fucked up. Food got fucked up. Some people went out to smoke and didn't come back. We should have had the day off.
1: Do you send search parties out for those people? No, we know. We know. (laughs) Minding his own business, the neighbor's kid accuses him of being gay for not trying to bend her mom over her sports car, which. (laughs) props joey to ask his mom out to a fucking carnival i don't know at this point i'm i'm asking myself what the fuck this movie's about isn't it supposed to be about sports is it about raising a monkey cooper's career is it a love story with his neighbor and a chimpanzee someone explain this movie to me that
0: monkey's an adult he doesn't have to raise it jay
2: yeah it's just a grown-ass chimp already they can like work toilets and stuff
0: i don't want to talk about that
2: (laughs) ed definitely starts all of those different plots. So we even get the chimpanzee Ed joining the team and becoming the star, outshining even Cooper at this point. Ed becomes worth more to the owners as a commodity, so he's sold to a group of idiots that torture a chimpanzee who can play baseball better than nearly every minor league player. Right, like, what? Right, like, they don't don't take him for baseball, they put a clown costume on him. I don't understand that at all. Cooper's bummed out and his lady friend then yells at him to throw away his career and just go get that monkey. goddamn it. And and almost dies and doesn't make it to the final game. But
1: Cooper has learned a lesson. We finally figured out what the movie's about guys. I don't know what that lesson is, but yeah, yeah, but I'm know. glad that Cooper learned it. that I
0: would almost ask him to share with the class, but I actively and aggressively don't fucking care and need yeah, this fair. to be
1: over. That's fair. Cooper throws 100-mile-per-hour fastballs for nine fucking innings until it's bottom of the ninth, two outs, and das Uber-batter takes the plate. Luckily, Ed makes it out of the hospital because they had a monkey in the fucking hospital, makes it out of the hospital and runs to the field to raise Cooper's morale. He just needed that boost of having him in the audience to have the confidence to follow through.
2: And to t- take a timeout, to go kiss his lady friend and stop and smell the roses. That's true. Was that the lesson? I don't know. Was that the lesson? Is that a lesson? Yeah, I fuck you if it is. Don't. (laughs) If you're about to succeed, stop. Whatever. You know how it ends. It's a 90s baseball movie. Cooper strikes out the Uber batter, gets a deal with the New England Dodgers, and even lands a relationship (laughs) with his neighbor and befriends Ed the Chimp. All his hard work paid off.
1: Wait, wait, wait. I thought the message from Ed was luck the whole time. It's all been about how getting lucky. You've you've been talking no, about hard work. I think the
0: message is about having fun. Because everybody yeah, keeps like, trying to tell
2: smell the roses.
0: Tribbiani to have fun.
2: You got to loosen up. Baseball's a game. Yada, yada.
0: Excuse
1: me. They obsess over luck. There is a portion. There's a part of the movie where they accuse Cooper of being terrible for bad luck. And they take him fully dressed into the shower and shower him and brush him with a broom i wish they would have
0: covered him in powdered sugar like super troopers
2: <laughs> the teammates were obsessed with luck and but sure. all of now, his teammates are depicted as being fucking idiots
0: the coach too because the coach was like oh this horseshoe is stupid it's uh, luck is for losers and then when they flip the coin and it lands on its side and stays on its side Uh, for uh, like uh, uh, a month and they put a glass over he's like oh let's not do one way or the other just fucking retoss it
2: but that has absolutely nothing to do with luck he is not leaving it up to the coin to decide based on the luck of it he believes the the coin is an oracle that's why it landing on the edge was important because because the coin he it matters whether or not Joey Tribbiani has done the things he needs to live a life that gets him there
0: superstition is superstition right. is superstition his, his
1: superstition doesn't make it not luck it's still luck he just has a layer of narrative in between it
2: because he doesn't think it's in any way just up to luck. He thinks it's up to whether or not Joey does fate. the right things, and then the coin will reflect his actions. Sure,
1: oh, he has so a layer of narrative people. in between the luck and the, and the consequence. So, so it's like fine. people who
0: believe in fate are uppity about people who believe in luck. It's like, you idiot. My, my invisible friend already decided I can't believe you think that, like, doing something about it would matter.
2: The point is, he doesn't think that the horseshoes or the coins are what's doing anything about it.
1: It's the coin. Oh, I get you. I'm confused. It's just reporting. It's not influencing.
2: Yes. Right. That's why I mean, it's oracle. It is not in any way influencing the actions being taken. That's why it landing on the edge was important. I see. Landing on the edge. I I see. That's fair. And that is not luck, right? It's still stupid. Don't it get seems me wrong. Pretty
0: lucky that it landed on the edge right. and never and, flipped over in weeks.
2: Right. And also the fact that it landed on the edge and he's like, oh, this is important. We must wait for the Oracle coin to divine. And then he repeatedly, <laughs> like, slams his feet down on the desk, like, I'm bored. <laughs> Tell me.
0: 30 games. They went 30 games after tossing that coin.
2: That's what they told us, right. right. And he just how had a scotch glass over it. his desk? I'm saying. That it just stayed on edge the whole time.
1: I'm saying. He must not use the desk at all. Like, it must have just sat there for 30 days.
0: Dude, can I... I, I have a one-off thing that really bothered me about this movie that isn't going to be the 60-minute monkey rant I have in my heart.
1: No, you can't. Is we. Have anyone to going to talk funky?
0: about how fucking tan Joey Tribbiani was in this film did they just put him in a tanning bed covered in like oil for two days he was the most unnatural color
1: so glad you brought that up because I think that's part of the whole that's how they sell him as a farm boy package he is the the like they don't know how to make because he's clearly not a farm boy and they don't know how to make him I don't know, maybe he can't act as though he's from a farm. What? So to tell us that he's a farm boy, they over tan him, they put oh him God. in in flannel or or fucking chambray shirts with jeans, and make him wear a brand new John Deere trucker hat that looks like he's a hipster and not a fucking farm boy. It ah, is
2: And don't forget. He also has to be driving the, like, 1940s yes. old-timey yes. truck that's faded out. And even in the 1990s would be worth so much goddamn money in that condition because <laughs> nobody had them running anymore.
0: Listen, all I'm saying is he is walking melanoma in this film. <laughs> it's 1990s Like tanorexic isn't even in yet we still have like another six years he's looking like fucking paris hilton and nicole ritchie bad like it's intense
2: it is an attempt by the film to sell him as a farm boy which doesn't work but it's almost kind of worth it just for the opening scene when he is at home with his family on yeah. the most stereotypical farmhouse ever with the old Beagle in the driveway, and he's upset that Ma killed his pet pig, it legitimately felt like a sketch from, like, Friends of Joey Tribbiani going to audition for a movie. (laughs) That's how fucking bad this farmhouse scene was. Honestly, this whole movie works in context for me if you tell me that it is an in-universe film Joey Tribbiani starred in.
1: Was his character an actor? Yeah.
2: Yes. Joey Tribbiani. No way. The character Joey Tribbiani on Friends was an actor. A bad Seriously? one. Yes. A no very bad way. one. And they
0: also snuck in a clip of Friends with Rachel and her monkey, Marcel. Right. What?
2: That's the, <laughs> that's what? The only. That's the only thing that breaks it because, you know, they they have Friends inside of this. But- I came up with a rationale. That's how Joey got the job because he was able to bring his own monkey footage and had experience working with a monkey because he'd lived because he'd hung out with Marcel Ross's monkey on the show. So he was like, hey, I have worked with a monkey before. So he got the movie and then it ruined his career. It works.
1: Okay. I, I, I'm, I'm instantly, this is much more interesting if it's an actual like in universe Friends thing and why he's a terrible yeah. actor and ruined his Honestly, career.
0: This would be it brilliant. Better,
1: yeah. Like as a huge meta thing, if they would have put the friends <laughs> stuff in there, this would be brilliant in right. a really stick and twisted way. Dave, I think you're right that the opening scene is prime for a just a caricature of these types of movies too, because Joey even throws a baseball to do ridiculous things like turn on the milking machine from. 50 yards away. He he intentionally goes to the other end of the barn and hucks a baseball. I'm sure that's great for it. First. Mm -hmm.
2: And then when he tries out for the baseball team, they're literally tracking the speed with a police radar gun. Right. And they insert like wacky cartoon sound effects.
0: (laughs) Oh my God. They were everywhere in this movie.
2: It's satire, man, but they didn't know it.
1: Right. Oh, what about the time that he's in the fucking locker room and they're like, oh, you left the shower on and he stands an obscene distance away and hucks the ball through the halls and perfectly turns off the shower. Like, I want to see more of that shit.
0: No, I want to see his coaches just play
2: him about it. (laughs) I'm like,
0: oh, so you can do that, but you can't get it in the fucking strike zone, bro? Right,
2: right. Or actually like, wow, look how well you pitch when you throw the fucking fastball, you jerkball bitch. I
0: hate it so much, so much. How Also, how old is Matt LeBlanc supposed to be? Like, why are you still living at home, you fucking creep? Your parents want you
1: out. Because he's a farm boy, and farm families are are classic. Yeah, and by that time, they're trying to Uh outget
0: him getting some girl pregnant so she can have a bunch of kids to take care of the farm. He's 29. Matt LeBlanc is 29 in this movie. 29 and you're just now trying out for minor leagues?
2: In real life when he made it or his character in the movie?
0: It's the same thing to me, Dave.
2: <laughs> I mean they had they they're they're shown as having a decent sized farm and yeah. his parents are pretty old like I I think his job is the farm. They're probably right. not going to be able to keep it up without him. Really?
0: Yeah, well, he's not going out, spreading his seed. They need some grandkids, man. That's not a one-man operation. He can't just throw
1: everything. He's too busy, Case. He doesn't have fucking time. He's working on his fastball that he doesn't fucking throw. Oh, true, <laughs> true. <laughs> he's really? got to get better at the pitch that he never fucking uses.
2: I Okay, since we're, we're talking about his weird, fucked-up home life, we got to talk about one of the weird little threads that gets thrown into this movie and then they don't do anything about it. So he's depicted as being, we'll, we'll be generous and say he's like early 20s, you know, 22, 23, maybe in the movie when he's trying out for the minor leagues.
0: With those crow's feet in that tan. <laughs>
2: we're, I said we're being generous.
0: I'm not that generous, but go on.
2: the The recruiters are amazed at his pitching ability and ask him, If he's ever played ball before. And he says, no, he has never played college ball high school. He never even played minor leagues. No one, but his mother and father have ever seen him throw a baseball. Where did all of this come from then? Right. How does he even understand the sport? If the only people, what is it? Just the TV and his dad. Has he never been on a baseball field with eight other people on it before? Right.
0: I don't believe he's ever been in a school. <laughs> what? I don't think he's socialized.
1: You think he was homeschooled, case?
0: That's Is generous. That I think he was just home.
2: I think that checks out because <laughs> otherwise at some point somebody would have like thrown a ball to him on the on the playground and he whipped it back. And they're like, wow, you're really good at this.
0: You were forced to do gym class.
2: Right. Do you know how aggressively high school athletics coaches recruit for their sports? I was terrible at fucking track and field. And that Mm -hmm. motherfucker came after me to throw shot every single year.
1: I got recruited to fucking wrestling because of my weight. That's
0: also because we went to a class D school, Dave, and they just needed warm bodies, which is how I got forced into cross country. That's right. I
2: got uh, recruited, too. Well, given the population density we're shown, what the fuck kind of school do you think Joey Tribbiani's going to in this movie?
0: Right. If one person saw him throw, he would be on that team.
2: Absolutely.
0: Okay. So, question. We never get, not that I want to spend any time on a monkey, but we never no, get we any monkey backstory of... Well, how who what where when why the fuck does the monkey know how to play baseball? Not only how to throw and catch, but he knows how to play every position.
2: Yeah. We do. We have an implied backstory. We do. Um, because the monkey originally belonged to Mickey Mantle, the famous how American baseball player. That? So presumably <laughs> Mickey Mantle taught the monkey how to play baseball and also how to function as an adult and like take care of him when he was drunk
0: because let me just gloss over and skip ahead to the most problematic part of the film for me, which is the monkey and Joey Tribbiani get super drunk. Joey Tribbiani tries to drunk drive home and the monkey doesn't let him. And I was like, okay, good. No, the monkey drunk drives home. What the fuck? <laughs> this is a fucking kids movie, and we're just like, yeah, it's cool to get fucked up with an animal and let it drive home. Nothing bad could happen. Like, I want to see the investigation of like the three hobos they hit on the way home. <laughs> they get, they go outside to like, oh, I'm so hungover, and there's like fucking blood and brain spatter all over their bumper,
2: or
1: just a trail of bodies, <laughs> right? right into their
0: house. The fuck? I did want to
2: confirm, so the chimpanzee had been drinking that night. Yeah, Yeah. I couldn't remember if that was the case or not. Okay, because that makes it so much better. That scene of the monkey driving them home from the bar. I lost (laughs) my shit. The whole thing is edited like a fucking prodigy music video. Yeah, it is a fucking fever dream and it just broke me. I
0: will say, though, it is accurate of when you're super fucked up. That's exactly how it feels to be in a moving vehicle. But I'm not driving when I feel like that. Someone else is.
2: We get a scene of Joey and a chimpanzee drunk driving home. Uh, Then the the two of them share a toilet and cross streams.
1: And they spend a good amount of time focusing in on the monkey, checking out Joey's penis. What? yeah there's a long intentional shot of him doing the the side eye though
0: you know why? Because monkeys have the smallest dick to like body size ratio of all mammals.
2: that's gorillas specifically.
0: they have penis envy, y'all <laughs> so after the, after they share the toilet and apparently the monkey is just like drooling over that hubba, guy's hubba. dick, they crawl in bed together. the monkey shits, and Joey kicks him out of the bed. What was the whole (laughs) plot line of the monkey being obsessed with sleeping with Joey? He wants to fuck him.
2: No, I mean, he's a he's a pet like he wants to stay in the bed.
0: Benny's a pet. He doesn't want to sleep with us.
2: All right different pets why is the monkey
0: so obsessed with sleeping with people he also makes a little girl pretend to sleep on him which i was screaming through that part too honestly (laughs) you know what the the next person that picks a fucking monkey movie has to sit and watch it with me and listen to my screams in person (laughs) then and there because the first snapchat i tried to send you i Tagged the wrong person, and the Snapchat freaked out, and I couldn't untag him, so I just had to re-record some less violent yelling.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let's, let's let's go over that particular scene, because when Joey takes uh, his neighbor out on a date.
0: To go see some carnies. Yeah,
2: to go see some carnies. Um, she has a daughter who's, I, I, I don't know how old kids are. What do we think this one is? Nine? Ten? Nine, ten, something like that. Um, I was going to say
1: eight, but I, I'm probably the worst of all of us.
2: Whatever. She's, she's old enough to be ambulatory and to say annoyingly precocious things. Right. You know, because she's a nineties child character and I hate her.
1: Okay. So tuned in and, you know, worldly.
0: Can it wait a minute though? Wait a minute. I hated her character as well until I was reminded of my own youth growing up with a single mom. Mm-hmm. and lying to men about my mom being interested in them in hopes to get some of the stuff they have. So prime example, <laughs> I lied to my gym teacher when I was six years old and told him my mom was in love with him because he had that giant parachute we would all go sit under and also those rolly seat things that I loved. And I was like, cool, if this guy's my dad. He comes with all these great toys.
1: Awesome. Wow. I love yeah. your strategy. Oh, I yeah, love yeah, your yeah, strategy. yeah, 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 yeah. You were a 90s movie. Holy shit. I was a
0: 90s movie. So I was like, honestly, this is not unrealistic.
1: Damn. Okay. Children are manipulators. Corrected.
0: But also, she is too eyesy, like too worldly eyesy for Joey Tribbiani. She wants to fuck him. Her mom wants to fuck the monkey because her mom is way too obsessed with that chimp. She's like, wow, what a man. He carried my groceries. Like. That's your standard. No wonder, you're single. You crazy bitch. <laughs> what
2: the fuck? I mean, I all of those lines I tracked just her trying to not so subtly drop hints to Joey Tribbiani that like she right. was open for business. He has cow yeah.
0: eyes. You can't be subtle with cow eyes. What? What? He has cow eyes. He has dull, unthinking eyes. <laughs>
2: <laughs> you can't be subtle if no. But I did think it was weird how quickly the mom was totally on board with Joey going to, like, steal the monkey back after it got sold off to someone else. Like, she's an adult. She understands that legally that's property. But no, she makes the argument that if you don't go break him out right now, that's the same thing as you abandoning my child if we get together.
0: Let's back the fuck up for a minute. Let's back the fuck up for a minute. How about her abandoning her child with a goddamn chimpanzee while she tries to go get dicked down by a ball player at a oh, carnival? Yeah, that was,
2: that was She left
0: thing. her. Right. Okay, I understand this is 1996 and the 9-11 of chimpanzees hasn't happened yet, a.k.a. when that lady got her face ripped off by a fucking chimp. At the same time, more than you've seen yeah, it's
1: him. It's not a new thing. I know, but the
0: really famous one was the face off face off. Now she's Nicolas Cage. What I'm saying is she left a nine year old child and a fucking chimpanzee that grabs its dick alone for hours unattended.
2: She thought about calling home. She did. She thought about she, calling wow. home
0: Mother Hall of Fame, up there with Casey Anthony okay. for lying Hold about on. Zanny the nanny. Hold
1: on. We, we got to <laughs> dial it back. It's 1996. Calling home was legitimately a way of checking in on your yes. children at the time. That was, right. that was a genuine... If you went through with the call. Okay, fair <laughs> enough, but I, I just want to get out there that it's not like... <laughs> things are very different today, so... Casey I Anthony when I was a thought kid,
0: and, about reporting her kid missing... And,
2: Also, it's 1996 and this is a movie. You have to accept that that it's okay in movies for people to leave their kids with monkeys because it's happening all the time. No! (laughs) There's so many movies about people leaving their kids with a monkey.
0: I just, I'm not trying to parent shame, but I will parent shame this. I don't care how long you let your fucking kid breastfeed as long as it's under 10, but don't (laughs) leave it with a monkey, people!
2: Come I, on. you know what given the average american's <laughs> access to monkeys i think it's fine to put out the message that you can leave your kid with the monkey
0: have monkeys. you been to oklahoma <laughs> have you been to florida oh no have you been to I, south carolina okay, okay all right oh. okay. i
2: have been to florida apparently i've been to a very different florida from you if that's No.
0: No, there's a bunch of idiots with drug money and exotic pets and bad parenting skills equaling monkey babysitters.
1: Fine, right, Casey, here's here's your dilemma. You have to leave a child home with uh, with an animal. What animal is the acceptable substitute? Who do you leave <gasps> who do you leave the kid home with?
0: Did I want this mom. child or no?
1: Sure. Sure, you're
0: giving parenting that, advice. That's a lie. Heidi.
2: Um, <laughs> I, Casey, love I love your implication that people with drug money and access to an illegal exotic animals black market are using the rationale that like, look, Ed and Dunstan checks in wouldn't lead me wrong. <laughs> all right. It's yes, fun. very
0: much. People on drugs make <laughs> bad decisions based on movies. A lot.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, the so, next yeah. Ross album is going to fucking be quoting Ed, and it's going to be dope.
0: <laughs> like, yeah, I get, that is an absolutely plausible scenario. How many times do you think Michael Jackson probably let that monkey babysit his kids?
1: I don't know. Did it dangle how many
0: surrogate <laughs> babies did he have that got monkeyed that we don't even know about? We know like right, two survived.
2: What's the what's the selection pool? What animals are we pulling from here? I don't know any. All right. Uh, I'm putting my vote in for baby tiger. It's probably not going to work out well, but <laughs> <laughs> if it does, I'm just saying... Princess Jasmine had the OG animal companion. That's pretty good. So, like, get the bond in there, and if it works, you're in a good spot.
0: Oh, man. I always liked the raccoon from Pocahontas. I wanted him as a pet.
2: I mean, sure, if you want to, like, steal stuff, but when shit hits the fan, there's nothing like having a tiger on your side.
0: Yeah, but a tiger's hard to sneak. I can fit a raccoon in a backpack and rabies everyone.
2: So you mentioned earlier, Dave, the the
1: cheesy sound effects. And another Ugh. thing that this movie does is it tries to tell it. It tries to be like a, um, a Three Stooges style cheesy comedy because mm-hmm. we get a ton of like mm-hmm. bad reaction shots. Things are very hammy, including the time when Joey and his girlfriend ish thing are coming home and the monkey and the child have trashed the apartment. And they clean everything by stuffing everything into a single closet.
0: That checks. I did that as a child.
2: <laughs> yeah. It is a very fucking wacky cartoon sequence, though. Right. The, the, it just, the movie just randomly has these cartoon sequences that kind of feel out of tone with the rest of it, despite being, again, about a man and a chimp sharing an apartment.
1: <laughs> is that what the movie's about?
2: Right. I, the... Uh, whatever so like the cartoon shit should work but it's just weird like casey you asked you you asked me while you were watching this who is this for i so like answer me i I have i have (laughs) two answers so my my like what i think they thought answer is it's for families this is coming at the tail end of PG is King era. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Like where you want to slot it into that PG where the kids are laughing and the parents are just kind of okay with it. So it is, it's just, it's for families. Now the real answer, the, what I feel (laughs) in my heart, this is the court mandated custody family film. This is for dad's (laughs) weekend with the kids. You bust out this VHS tape.
0: Put this on. I'm going to drink a handle of whiskey and you shut the fuck up.
2: Right. Because in the 90s, a family movie was not like Toy Story. It was not a movie that kids enjoyed that was genuinely good that the parents could just enjoy cinematically. Right. It was bright flashing colors for the children and hell for the adults in the room.
0: Yes. It was a punishment. And we forced them to it.
2: Right. That's why you have to slip in a dick joke about the monkey checking out Tribbiani's package because the parents are dying. (laughs) So they needed a lifeline.
0: Okay. I have a question. Speaking of dicks and monkeys, when the first time the monkey uses the bathroom in the apartment, he's grabbing his dick and he's like, ah, 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 I got a motor. Yeah. But he's got a poop. What the fuck is that about? Why did he hold his ass?
1: It's some kind of sign language to communicate he's got to use the restroom no
0: right. it made I, it look like he had the pee sure and he
2: right. didn't i assume the monkeys really only got the one sign for restroom if yeah. a monkey needs to use the restroom and it is trained on how to use the toilet i don't need any more information than that right i don't need right. to know which one you're going in there for but i'm glad that you brought it up because uh the monkey goes in there and does horrible things to the bathroom. And then the scene continues for like two more minutes because we have to have a back and forth of him running out, grabbing the air freshener to bring back into the bathroom. Right. Which, one, very considerate of the monkey.
0: Yeah, what a gentleman. You know, why are you yelling at him, Joey?
2: Yeah, right. Like, I, kudos to Mickey Mantle for training this monkey to not only poop in a toilet, but to deodorize afterwards.
1: Right, right. I forget two, to do that at work I like all that the time. consideration.
2: Two, why was the air freshener not already in the bathroom? I know the answer is because you wrote it into there because you wanted to see a scene where the monkey runs out. But well, what the fuck were you doing here, Joey? Come on.
1: Okay, here's here's his defense. He had just ran out. He bought a new one, and it had not made it from the counter to the bathroom.
0: Because his apartment was a mess. Because his a bad apartment was
1: Yeah. That's the best they got. That's the only... I mean, really, the answer is nobody thought about that, and they just put yeah. it out there
2: to... To give a shitty joke? I mean, honestly, even that is more thought than I want them to have put into the monkey poop joke.
1: Yeah, that's fair.
0: Okay, did anybody else notice how handsy the monkey was on that kid?
1: Yes, because you wouldn't shut she up about it. was
0: <laughs> constantly needing to touch the child, and I hated it.
2: The, the, the chimp was portrayed as uh, kind of handsy all around. Um, yeah,
0: but extra handsy with the kid.
2: I think with the kid, it was more upsetting because the size of the chimp costume was more obviously wrong next to a child. Yeah, yeah. I don't know how
0: big chimps are, but I hated it.
2: Like you could tell that uh, it was was a person in a chimpanzee costume, which is not the right proportions for a chimp. So they just kind of made the fingers longer to trick you (laughs) a bit. Like
1: E.T. long. It was really (laughs) creepy.
2: It was mostly okay until they had it like hugging the kid and then it just screaming, screaming in my brain.
0: What was worse for me was when Ed was getting popular and like on the cover of magazines and he's holding two women up in his hands and you can't see the long fingers. And I'm like, no, Uh
1: -uh." I don't, I don't think that they're ever going to address the crimes that he does in this, which are a bunch because it's a fucking, it's a, right it's like feel good movie the movie kids
2: that he's kids allowed kids to keep the chimpanzee i guess because it ends with him driving off into the sunset with uh the girlfriend and her daughter and the chimp is on the back of their trailer just like swinging on the swing set they're bringing with them
1: yeah he's so... pulling him out a fucking trailer on the highway and the, the monkey is swinging the chimp is swinging on a swing set while being pulled Wait. down the highway
2: Where did the swing set come from? They all lived in apartments. They
1: stole it. Did they steal that swing (laughs) set? Another crime.
2: So they're just like kleptos now.
1: So,
0: like, we have child endangerment because they left their kid with a fucking monkey.
1: Sure. Drunk driving, Mm -hmm. a monkey drunk driving. I don't even know what to call that one.
2: All right. We've been rambling on for a while. There's probably still more to talk about because holy shit, is this movie insane! But we got to get down to brass tacks here, people. I, but there's probably no surprises. But Casey, I'm going to kick it off with you. From 1996, starring Joey Tribbiani in a not-so-great chimpanzee costume. Ed, would you watch it again?
0: No. Yeah,
2: that's kind of what I thought. No.
0: Oh, I, can't it. I mean, I can try to waste your time if you want to hear more. But I think I laid out every point during this no, all I did was fucking scream through this movie. I scared she my does. dogs awake a Jank couple times. Like, I tried to, like, look for things on the Internet and I still could hear the monkey noises <laughs> or the cartoon <laughs> noises. I was uncomfortable with the worldly child trying to be alone with a monkey. I I hated every fucking aspect of this film. This is peak 90s, we flew too close to the sun, and goddamn it, baby, we're gonna keep going till we poke its eye out, like that old moon video. No, I'm not gonna watch this again. And you're a piece of shit for bringing it. Jay, how about you? Would you watch 1996's Ed?
1: Oh, I don't know. It's really difficult to sit through the movie because it just changes gears constantly, and it has it just starts up plots, and it doesn't seem to have any idea of what it's going. None of the characters are compelling. Chubbs is maybe the coach is maybe the most interesting character, or maybe it's just that I like Jack Warden and, and that he gives me warm and fuzzy feelings like him and the assistant coach who's, who's played by Bill Cobbs. I love, but I think I just love those actors. And that was maybe the only thing that that kept me going. Other than that, it was a mess and it wasn't really funny. It was a disaster. No, I will not ever watch it again. Hopefully. But Dave, what about you? You brought this. 1996's Ed, would you watch it again?
2: Yeah, I'm glad you mentioned the coaches uh, because Bill Cobbs as the assistant coach, I absolutely loved. I think he's a great actor. And funnily enough, uh, at one point, Adam Sandler was considered for this film as the lead actor. And I think, yeah, I think that would have, one, probably worked. And two, it's really funny to me imagining Bill Cobbs as his character from the later Adam Sandler films, also in this, is the assistant. <laughs> but Adam Sandler didn't star in it. Instead, we got Matt LeBlanc, and this film is nuts. Look, I watch a lot of bad movies. I read a lot about bad movies. I don't know how the fuck this film was not on my radar before. It is pure insanity. It, it feels is. like a Saturday Night Live sketch from beginning to fucking end. <laughs> I cannot in any way comprehend that real people sat down in a room, wrote this movie, and then someone else said, yes, I here is money. Please make this thing.
0: Here's like $24 million. Is
2: that what they spent?
0: Yes, they made four back. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
2: Oh, God, I love that. I love that they lost so much money on it. It's not good. There's really nothing redeeming here, but I'm still probably gonna watch it again because holy shit (laughs) is this movie bad. What the I'm not saying anyone at home should, but like, I just need to stare into the abyss one more time. No! So one of us is going to torture ourselves with Ed the Chimpanzee again, and the other two are a bit more emotionally stable and don't need that energy in their life. But listeners at home, It is up to you. Have you seen it yet? Would you watch it again?
0: You love this movie. You don't have custody of your kids. Full stop. (laughs) (laughs) That's it. And you shouldn't. Well, let's move on from this fucking fever dream and think about the future. Next week for Sportsball Month, we'll be watching The Fan, starring Bob Buckin' De Niro and Wesley Totally Sane Snipes. (laughs)
1: <laughs> know, Wesley his taxes on time <laughs> But
0: Wesley Snipes Isn't the crazy one in the movie Plot twist um, I think we've all seen this film But it's been a really long time for me But I'm pretty sure it is going to pass That this is not a good film test Well you'll just have to wait Till next week to find out If this is an accurate representation Of how baseball works In the meantime Follow us on all the shit Facebook sh.ttycinema, Instagram Casey.Cinema, Patreon slash Shitty Cinema. Do it, okay? We love you. Love us back. And in the meantime, let's turn out the lights, cage up a monkey, and not leave it home to babysit our kids. Just get an abortion, people. Go to Canada. <coughs>